0: Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Braves reporter Mark Bowman. And Mark, the Braves, they took two of three from the Marlins over the weekend and coming into Thursday as we record this while the team is actually on the field, they had a chance to take three of four from the first place Giants from out west. Looks like that's going to kind of go the other way and it's going to end up being a series split. But nonetheless, um, not a terrible stretch for the Braves. Uh, Aaron Blair has been back up from his minor league stint here for a little bit, and he's on the mound uh, against the Giants on Thursday. And he looked real good through four, um, but you've got to throw strikes. You can't put guys on base. That's exactly what happened in a tough fifth for him where he walks a batter, gives up a home run, walks a batter, gives up another home run. Um, the Giants are the type of team that tends to make you pay for those mistakes.
1: Yeah, you know, I, you look at Aaron Blair, and even when he had some success, or, and when I say success, his line scores were, uh, you know, respectable. Uh, they there the first few starts. You questioned where his potential is, you know, uh, where his upside is. And, and that that goes back to the trade. When, when the tra- Braves made the trade, uh, when they traded Joey Miller to the Diamondbacks to get Blair and CRK, and Dan as a major league-ready pitcher who could be a solid number three or number four. He does not have the upside as some of these other guys that are in the system. Um, you know, even as you watched Mike fulton struggle last year, you knew that he had the potential that he's shown this month. I, you don't see Aaron Blair reaching that level. Uh, you, you know, right now what it all comes down to fastball command. It has been very inconsistent uh, these last uh, few starts. He had a decent one. When he came back up against the Marlins last weekend, but at the same time, you have to question whether or not he's uh, needed more time at the minor league level. Maybe even go back to April when he was brought up. Was he rushed at that point in time? He certainly, they certainly brought him back earlier than they wanted to this time, which goes back to a, a game where they burned through their bullpen through the first nine innings uh, against the Brewers and ended up having to use uh, Casey Kelly. Uh, you know, for four innings that night, and, that, and then that prompted them to have to bring player back up uh, to make a start last Saturday uh, against the Marlins. So uh, he's probably a kid that needs more time. I, I think what is interesting is, you know, he's struggling to the point that you question whether he needs to go back to the minors. You've got Lucas Sims, who is certainly not major league ready right now. His command has been off at Triple A, that yet the team is moving Terrell Jenkins to the bullpen at Clunette, Projects to be a reliever long term. Uh, it's interesting that, that they're already making that move when they don't necessarily, when, when they might need Terrell to, to fill some starts while Blair goes back to the minors to, to develop, and, and while, while Sims takes his time to to go through his development as well. So it, it's peculiar timing, to say the least, with this decision with Jenkins.
0: Yeah, and it, it certainly is, and it certainly, it's just an odd time, it feels like, for this franchise, because it just seems like nothing's—obviously, they've made all the moves to get younger, but nothing's quite there yet, and you see it kind of everywhere with the, the lack of runs and then so many questions and so many moving parts as far as the pitching goes as well. Um, Julio Tehran has, has pitched very well uh, himself, despite not having a lot to show for it, Mark. Uh, in May— uh, a .80 ERA in five May starts. That was before Sunday. Um, o- overall, he's one and five. Um, he seems like he's the Shelby Miller of this year. Last year, Shelby Miller had so many solid starts and and yet didn't have the record. And it seems like this year Tehran's that guy. Uh, is he frustrated at all?
1: Uh, you know, I. It is very encouraging to see how well uh, Julio Tehran has pitched lately. Uh, you know that as. You know, he. You could call him this year Shelby Miller or Matt Whistler. This year Shelby Miller in terms of lack of run support. Uh, you know that that's going to go uh, across the board. All the starting pitchers are going to deal with some of these. these this offense's um, limited capability throughout the season. But uh, like I said, it's it's encouraging to see Julio pitching better right now. Uh, you know, I, I think he's gotten to the point to where you say, Hey, look, this guy could be a solid number two or number three. And a rotation for many years to come. If you look at the stuff that that Mike has, you know that that's that's the difference between being an ace. Julio Toronto is not that kind of guy, but at the same time, his ninety-two, ninety-three uh, does play up just from the fact that he's now spotting his changeup. He's throwing that fastball for strikes, locating it. Uh, he's getting some swings and misses that uh, that give you the, the, the sense that he could at least be that that veteran anchor within in this rotation as they continue to go through some of the growing pains with, with some of these young pitchers that, that they'll continue to add to the rotation uh, over the next couple of years. All, their, their entire rotation is 25 years young right now. It's uh, you, You're not going to get a lot of consistency, but I think it, it was when they look back on May, the month of May, and watch the growth that, that Mike Fulton-Evich had, the consistency that Matt Whistler showed, and, and the turnaround that that uh, Julio Teron continued to, uh, complete, you know that this could be a very important month moving forward. When when you look back, and you say, "Hey, look, you know that that's kind of when things started to turn around, at least in the starting pitching department for this uh, organization."
0: Yeah, and I think that kind of plays out a little bit, Mark. When you look at um, since Brian Snicker took over, they're four and two in one-run games, I believe, and I, there's got to be a correlation there, right? That the the improvement in the starting pitching, and suddenly they're winning those close ball games. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Certainly,
1: you, your starting pitchers are going a little bit deeper. That that helps your bullpen. Uh, you know, they they are going to continue to make a few changes so that that bullpen they, they you know they, they basically ended up getting something for Jason Grilly earlier this week. You know, probably a few days before they're going to have to release him. Uh, they were they ended up getting Jim Johnson, or they will get Jim Johnson back uh, this week. They're hoping to get Shea Simmons back. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, that they're, they're discussing the possibility to. To add a Terrell Jenkins, you know, now all of a sudden you start looking at Matt Marksberry is down there at Gwinnett. I, I do think this bullpen could take, assume a lot of different looks, uh, get a, a lot of different additions of it within the next month. You know, that, that starts to, they're going to have to determine what they're going to do with Bud Norris, Eric Flaherty, Alexi Ogondo, some of these guys that that have not uh, provided the consistency that they have wanted out of the bullpen this
0: year. Got to give him credit. I think for uh, for being able to flip Grilly. I mean, that's why you bring a guy like that back. I think is to to get something for him. Obviously, he wasn't having the type of season you would have liked to get a little more for him. But they get Sean Ratcliffe. You mentioned uh, minor league reliever, um, and Ratcliffe, 21 years old. So so who knows? Um, obviously, he's not like a, a top prospect or anything like that, and and he's at the lower levels, but. You know, he's got a pro body, six foot four, 200 pounds. Um, so so who knows? Maybe he's a piece at some point. So I guess some credit for that. Now they get the walk-off win mark on Wednesday night, which is something a, a team like the Braves in their situation now, I think a big win like that brings the excitement, gets guys fired up. I think it can only help. Um, but unfortunately, they lose Gordon Beckham in the process. He's going on to disable this, the recall of Brandon Snyder. Does losing Beckham hurt this team a lot at this point?
1: You know, right now, the way that Gordon Beckham has hit over the last few weeks, yeah, he's definitely been, uh, he's shown some signs that uh, he certainly can, uh, could could, uh, resurrect his career, however you want to say, revive it, Uh, here in Atlanta, back in his hometown, there was some talk of that this winter, Uh, his former White Sox hitting coach, it was the Braves hitting coach since then, Greg Walker, a good friend of Gordon mentioned that during the offseason. He said, look, he's going to find some comfort here. And, and I talked to Gordon about this earlier this week, about how much pressure he put on himself, you know, to to be that player that the White Sox envisioned when they took him in the, the first round. It just never really worked there. He had a short stint with the Angels a few years ago where you, you did see some uh, more consistency from his bat. It was a small sample size. But uh, what we saw over the last couple of weeks, yeah, it was, it was, it was nice to see that he, he was—he was versatile. You he, he, he could put him at uh, any of the infield positions. Feel pretty good. He, he showed some some potential at shortstop. The, the few games he started there before he uh, got hurt. So yeah, it, it's a blow. He—he uh, he, he seems to be a really good leader within the clubhouse as well. But you—you uh, you gotta hope that this is the second. Uh, left hamstring injury. The first one sidelined him for three weeks. You got to hope that that this one doesn't sideline him much more, longer. But at the same time, with this being the second one, I you have to wonder if we may be getting closer to the All Star break before we see Beckham back and back.
0: Yeah, those hamstrings have a way of lingering, it seems. Uh, Once you you tweak it a little bit, it takes a long time for it truly to heal. All right, great stuff as always, Mark. This has been MLB.com Extras Braves Edition. For Mark Bowman, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week.